and welcome to the 14th spleen-rending episode of Skymail. That's right, we're back. We're better than ever. It's been probably a year since the last time we did one of these, and you didn't miss us at all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't get a single, you know, where have you been, no flowers, no take us back, baby. We can change nothing ingrates. And on that positive note, let's introduce everybody that's here with me, starting with Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> Is that all you wow. want? <laughs> Excellent momentum there. Yeah. Didn't dead stop me at all. No. Um, <laughs> I'm looking to you, Ness. Take it away. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ness. And, uh, my spleen's already been wrenched, so I think we're going to go for the gallbladder next. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody knows that the 15th episode is the gallbladder episode? No, that's anniversary. Oh. I get those confused. Uh, and what you don't know is that we have a very special guest here with us today. Ness again! <laughs> Bizarro Ness. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Mondays. <laughs> Bizarro Ness is just Garfield, apparently. Uh, no, we have uh, the writer, producer, uh, big brain behind a most vital art, Lee. Nobody warned me I had to have a clever intro, so I don't have one. Well, none of us did, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Classically. Fair. Pretend I was clever or said something meaningful. Don't worry, we'll fix it in post. That perfect. Editor's note, we didn't. Editor's note. Hey, that's my job. Excuse you. <clears throat> Editor's note. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're giving away my bits. <laughs> Don't give away my bits. You gotta keep those bits secret. <laughs> Yeah, my 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 bit my bits are well protected and covered. Wait. Um, but yeah, we've 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 got in in a year of not saying anything, three new questions on the form and a couple via email submission from some jerks. So. How about we dive right in and uh, try and keep this uh, moving forward at a brisk pace so that we can answer maybe two questions in an hour. <laughs> Sounds about right. Honestly, yeah. a little ambitious. Yeah, that's pretty quick. We call, we call that we call it the Neo Scum pace. <laughs> oh no! I say this with all love to Neo Scum. Uh, please uh, uh, don't send Dak Rambo to blow up my house. The first question that we have is from Eddie, and the question is, Hi, hi. This is coming from somebody who desperately wants to make fan art of the characters from the show, lol. Could I ask for physical descriptions of the characters, and if not, why did you choose to keep their appearance vague? <clears throat> so, this is actually something that I think that I've addressed in our Discord which there will be a link to in the description of this episode. Feel free to join us where you can uh, talk to a bunch of cool nerds that for some reason listen to this show. Um, but one of the big reasons that I didn't give really hard physical descriptions for the characters is I wanted people to have a little bit of wiggle room to design and see the characters as they see fit at the at the risk of being an even bigger loser than I already am it's kind of like a similar phenomenon to like um, Homestuck it was like the, the one thing that comes to mind where like the characters fan art and stuff like that there's has much more detail than the actual characters have and it branches out in terms of like depictions of uh, certain aspects of the character. So I kind of wanted to to capture that and to to let people 
have multiple answers to how a character looks and they're all right. Now, Amy, this is where you tell me that that's dumb and you explain what each character exactly looks like. Uh, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say you were dumb. <laughs> I think that's an awesome idea. Uh, as a person who does art in their spare time, there are some canon uh, pieces of information for each character. Like mostly like Eleanor, Daphne, and August, I think. Mickey, I mean, we know what Mickey yeah. looks like now. But Made of Canadian maple. Yeah, I mean, those are... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, that's actually a good point because, uh, again, on our official... Discord. Again, links to in the show description. Uh, we have some emotes which were made by Amy. And they are very good depictions of the characters. But again, they're made as one interpretation they're not meant to be seen as prohibitive or prescriptive of how the characters are supposed to look. Yep, so what I did was I asked every actor what do you think your character looks like? And I went with that. And that's not the be-all end-all. Uh, you can make the Blake Sky characters look like whatever you want. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd be really interested to see any art uh, that they make. If it's the Eddie I'm thinking about, great art did my uh profile pick oh yeah 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 and uh you know feel free if you are an artist and want to make fan art uh please do so we all love it uh it makes every single one of our days and it you know what if it's good enough uh maybe i'll change my mind and i'll make it canon uh i probably won't but uh, I'll lie to you if it'll get a fan art. Uh, Please, spoiler, any uh, spoilerific fan art or any grotesque and then fan art. Tag the show too. Or or lewd or or lewd fan art. Nobody uh, lewds our characters. Um, Are you sure? Oh, uh, I I yeah, I, 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 was I, say, I have I have no. There's a whole sky mail about that. August Howard. <laughs> Sorry, did you guys say something? <laughs> I was just thinking about a certain featherweight boxing champion. Oh, God. Mm. Oh. I think about him all the time, too. <laughs> See, I'm just face blind, so I'm not good at appearance anyway, because uh, real people I can't tell apart. So fictional people, if they have a physical feature that's important to the story, it exists. All right. And the mystery for Blake's guy to solve on this one, what is the ultimate question of life? the universe, and everything? That's a very good question. I think that's... Uh, One might say the ultimate question. We don't have enough time to answer that. It takes billions of years, doesn't it? Yeah. And a, and a supercomputer that uh, is actually Earth, right? I'm sure uh, that your combined brain power is more supercomputer than all of Earth, don't worry. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You invited me, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, what, what were you going to say, Ness? I was going to say it's a little out of the scope for a PI to solve that mystery. I mean, on my salary, definitely. But if I had to, if I had to just take a stab in the dark, you know, just, just th throw the dart, see where it lands on the board, uh, I'd say that uh, <clears throat> the ultimate question life, the universe, and everything is uh, how am I gonna afford rent next month? <laughs> that That's pretty, pretty good. good. I, I thought it was gonna be and the answer to that question is listen to more Blake Sky Private Eye found everywhere you can listen to podcasts. That's a, that's a drink more drink more Ovaltine. Crummy commercial? <laughs> Amy, I love your Blake impression. In fact, I think I think you should be the new Blake. No, I'm already the new August Howard. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I'm being replaced? <laughs> Ooh. Jokes on you. Um, <laughs> hey, next next question. Uh, this question is from somebody, and the question is, how does it feel? to be the podcast with the sexiest cast in existence. Uh, I think we got somebody yeah. else's mail by mistake. <laughs> I, think, I think you meant to send it to Breathing Space. I mean, 
let's see. Breathing space. Mm -hmm. uh, we could send it to, again, Neoscum. Neoscum, Neo obviously. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you could send it to... I'm trying to... <laughs> I was going to make more jokes with, like, the big podcasts that I like, but the big podcasts that I like have definitely uh, a great personality. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You should add them. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Way to call out Frasian oh, confused. No. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was, I was thinking, um, a bim bam. Oh, got it. Oh, listen, we're gonna get roasted for this one <laughs> by the five listen, people that listen I, to this. <laughs> the views and expressions uh, stated by SJ do not reflect the rest of the listen, cast yeah, members. Thank, thank you. you. I'm just saying that I think that it's really great that Clint McElroy gave us three children so that we had one answer for each of F Mary Kill. <laughs> this cannot go I am, no. I'm just sad because I think they're all so cute. No, no. I'm really gay. I'm really gay. Sorry. No, you're no, no, it's I'm I'm being hyperbolic. So am I, I obviously Don't. would not I'm I, I would not want to actually murder any of the McElroys. Um, but Mary is fine. Yes. Yes. Uh, and cool. that and that is yeah, Justin. And that is Justin. I agree. Ah, oh, he seems great. <laughs> I just I just think that I'd feel really comfortable and safe in Justin's arms. Mm. I, well, I I see I was going to go for Griffin, but then I think I would just feel inadequate. I think that's got to be the um the the sex one for me. I mean, given how many amiibos he can fit in his mouth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and just like Jabu Jabu. <laughs> I wish he'd bring that back. Oh, man, okay, but I feel like maybe I should actually address the question that was asked, as opposed to just deferring and like. Uh, well, it's not really a question. It's it's more like thinly veiled flattery. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate it. You do like that, or um, my my, you know, we do we do have a literal channel on our Discord, which is uh, in the liner notes for this uh this episode uh, <laughs> right next to our link right next to the link to our patreon which uh uh but no um we do have an entire channel that's literally just saying nice things about other people whether they like it or not which yeah, i really i really enjoy that so this is this is a prime example of our fan base being far too nice for us the mystery for Blake Sky to solve is what exactly does the fox say? And the answer to that is that no one knows because it is the last thing you will ever hear. I think they chirp. Yeah. And they 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 laugh a little bit, right? Like You ever hear like how a cat will like chirp like at birds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what they're like. Oh, the chittering. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a word for is it? Yeah, chittering. Chittering, yeah, kind of so. the, the chittering. Yours is good too. Okay. It's just not right. Okay. <laughs> I was talking to SJ. Oh. Tune in next week for the death of August Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. This time it's permanent. <laughs> this time it's uh, personal. <laughs> alright, alright. The next question on the Sky Mailbag is from Daisy. And in the Muppet production of A Most Vital Art, which characters are played by which Muppets? Hmm. Uh, one human is allowed. That is such a good question. <laughs> okay. That's a really good question. So this did come up earlier, and I swear I think that the Bunsen Honeydew as the doctor and Beaker as uh, uh, Frederick <laughs> is the best combo. I'm just super torn between either Kent being human and just lost about all of this or the detective <laughs> being human and just ignoring all of it. Well, Alistair has to be the human, right? I, I honestly do love the idea of Alistair being the human, 
but Alistair being played by Michael Caine. Oh, God, yeah. Sucking up to everyone. <laughs> or Jason Segel. I think either one. Oh, God. Oh, Jason Segel is Alistair. Wow. Ah, that hurts my head. And uh, tune in for Lee's season two, A Most <laughs> Musical Art. <laughs> Starring the Muppets. God, I wish. <laughs> when I am very, very, very rich, I am going to make musical episodes of every show I've ever made. Just so you know. So make me very rich or something. Yes. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I really want to do that. Though. When I'm very rich and can rate music somehow. L- listeners at home. <laughs> come on. Come on. It's time to prep the patience. <laughs> it's time to <laughs> grab the knife. It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. Uh, okay. So, I, I, I still think that Bobo the Bear would be a very good Detective Clifford as well. Just, just big, largely sad. Uh, just, just weary of everything going on around him if my 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 personal my personal one bobo bobo for the detective bunsen and beaker for the doctor and kent uh alistair is our human and it's michael kane lorraine is miss piggy who's the eagle i guess i guess we need to for sam the eagle for coleman oh yes sam the eagle would make a (laughs) a good one um, and then I'm trying to remember other characters that I have in there. It's basically all of them. I just really want the the round-headed green one to have an extra arm coming out of his stomach. <laughs> yes, yes. And I I know that I mentioned it to you online, but I really do love the idea of having like present day Beaker meeping sullenly in an interrogation room. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. Like (sighs) just just giving like a one of his little like speeches, but like me 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 I wonder if I can bribe Jeremy to do do a line. Please do it. I can picture the, the his him raising his little hands, little Muppet hands with chains on them. Uh, there, there's a character I think we've all forgotten to Muppetize. And yeah. technically part of a most vital art. Oh. Uh, um, Chester Legree. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, Chester Legree. He's already a Muppet. <laughs> wow. I love that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I say it with, with affection and admiration. Wow. Yeah, it's the so gloves come off. Wow. <laughs> Extremely true, but wow. You know what? Nobody respects an artist in their time, and that's fine. <laughs> people are gonna feel the people are gonna feel the same way about Chesley Gree that they now feel about Picasso. Confused? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Uncle Deadly personally. <laughs> that would be that'd be a good one. He definitely does have that theatrical tone. Greetings. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. I th- I think we've I think we've squeezed every ounce of content out of this one. Misery for Blake to solve. I bought a nice soap at the Ren Fair and then had to leave early because my friend had heat stroke and I haven't seen the soap since. Help me find my soap. Well, I'm very sorry that uh, your soap has gone missing. I unfortunately have some bad news for you. Ness ate it. Actually, I was framed. And your friend? He didn't have heat stroke. He had soap stroke. That's right, he ate your soap. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. I'm a doctor. Well, there you go. Of soap. <laughs> Soapologist. Soaponomer. Soaponomer. <laughs> well, you can't make that up. 
both both uh, soap-based medical conditions and the diagnosis thereof. So, uh, you can say this question's all cleaned up. Hey, I have to go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to our Twitter questions now. Uh, we got one from. Our very own great ghost scribe, uh, Tucker. If all the Blake Sky characters got fired from their current career slash job, what would their backup be? That is an incredibly cool question. Yeah. Uh, Blake would be dead. (laughs) (laughs) The career move of dying. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Uh, the IRS is not going to take <laughs> taxes for that. What's he going to do when he comes back, though? Damn, you're right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think honestly, because um, uh, I know. I know this got brought up in a previous Sky Mail, where like the notion that like Blake ends up joining the police force but I don't think that he would do that especially in the city yes that was it's such a corrupt if I recall correctly that was talking about an alternate universe uh Blake yeah, yeah. if he didn't go into being a private yeah. detective after coming back from the war yeah I think you know in a, in a dream situation I think that Blake would probably try to get back into like uh, creative endeavors, writing, uh, maybe maybe try and get into theater. Oh my god. <laughs> the one-man SJ show, Blake and Chester Legree Radio Hour. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I could... This would be my one chance to show up, Kale. <laughs> <laughs> to have uh, the two most uh, unbelievably stylized voice characters uh, that I can produce that aren't Brantstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Brantstorm is in the rafters uh, like the Phantom of the Opera and gets a cameo at the very last minute. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's me, Brantstorm. Gentleman thief. Uh... <sighs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, what about what about uh, Daphne? Uh, private Eye. She's taking Blake's job. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Booty hole. You're welcome. Uh, Ness August Howard. Um, realistically, he would probably be just another sort of scholar, maybe a librarian. But mm-hmm. I think, like, dream job, managing featherweight <laughs> boxes because he's past his prime. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's, he's a boxing coach. He's, uh, yeah, he's a boxing coach. Living vicariously Excellent. through his people. Like, the one that no one wants. But, uh, but, but he works for free for the love <laughs> of the job. Uh, all right, for everybody that's not here, uh, Lee, give us those. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, what? Nothing? <laughs> no. Uh, I won't I won't throw that on you. Uh, it's just a lot of characters. I can make something up, but you want at a time, maybe. We could just do main cast. Yeah, uh, Eleanor. What about Eleanor? Um featherweight boxing coach. <laughs> Newspaper reporter. <laughs> yeah, invest investigative reporter is actually a good shout. Yes. Uh Gordo. Elementary school teacher. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, he 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 would he would be a good teacher. I mean, he wouldn't be good at teaching, but he'd be a good teacher. In kindergarten maybe. Yeah. You can just kind of be there and support them in developing their youthful personalities Snack or whatever. Time and yes. I do I I do one of my favorite things is and God bless Stephen Kroba for his ability to capture that that raw himbo energy <laughs> with uh, the pronunciations of a lot of the 
esoteric writings and stuff like that that he's reading through. Yes. In uh, Graves Vault, because oh, I love it. Stephen Kropa, if you're listening, you're awesome. <laughs> if you're not listening, <laughs> you are still awesome. That's true. Stephen Kropa is awesome. <laughs> it's... <laughs> no, it's a conditional. <laughs> you have to listen to this. Uh, okay, uh, Mickey. Vaudeville. Mm. Oh, yeah. Work for Kaiser. Oh God, very very burlesque <laughs> with like a, a whittling knife. Cool. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> uh, magician's mm. assistant. Uh, clothing store mannequin. There we go. <laughs> Is that really a change, though? <laughs> I mean, that sounded meaner than I meant it to. That actually came out as an insult when it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Listen, it's never a crime to make fun of Mickey O'Shea. That's my that's, true. that's my viewpoint. You might get Listen. some angry emails after that one, but <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I already killed him. What are they gonna do? Uh, who else? Is there anybody else main cast that I'm for? Is there anybody else main cast that I'm forgetting? Millie Desmond. Yes, thank you. Uh, Millie is a child, so does not have a job. Uh, what is what is the alternate job to child? Labor. Uh, <laughs> minor. Sweatshop. Mill worker. Uh, I'm assuming in this case we would go with like what job they would grow into. Um. Yeah, care to spill the beans on something like that? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, assuming that uh, Millie lived long enough, uh, I'd say doctor or nurse. Oh. I mean, if they didn't die this season. <laughs> yeah. Am I joking? Am I serious? Find out. Who knows? Uh, and Desmond, uh, well, spoilers to anybody who hasn't listened to the final episode of last season. Uh, I don't know why you'd be listening to this right now, but, right. um, given that Desmond's job is being an extra dimensional being, uh, uh, I believe that Desmond's job is being August Howard's butler. There we go. I, yes. I seem to remember. It does that. come up a lot. <laughs> hey, it's the butler. Hey, the butler. Hello, governor. Oh, I even made fun of him as a butler too. In my yes, day. yes, yeah. it's such a good bit, and I'll never stop doing it. <laughs> well, seeing as Desmond is English, I'm going to assume that's his job, <laughs> and then. If he loses that, he could be Australian Desmond. There we go. Australian Desmond. <laughs> yes. Incredible. We did capture that this time. We have that. Can we get a sample of Australian Desmond? Oi. How's it going? I'm an Australian Desmond. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Excellent. All right, the next question from Charlie. If someone wanted to kiss Mickey, theoretically, how awkward would it be with their wooden body? I don't know. How awkward is it for you to kiss a mannequin? Not awkward at all if you have wax lips. Mm. That feels like it should be a deep commentary on something, but I'm not <laughs> sure what. It is, and don't look into it. <laughs> but... Uh, it's definitely not a reference to the uh, Joel Schumacher film uh, Batman and Robin. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. But, uh, I mean, you know, in terms of, like, the mannequin, it, you know, is lacquered. So, I mean, like, it's not like it's, like, rough. It's got the removable faceplates. I mean, again, like, so long as you don't mind kissing something that has no ability to kiss back, you gotta go nuts, I guess. <laughs> no risk of splinters. Sounds like uh, 
Mickey's due for an upgrade. Mm. Fully articulated lips. <laughs> the face is just made of whatever Stretch Armstrong is made of. <laughs> oh, God, that's so unpleasant. It's, it's oh. like you, you, impl- you implement like 16-point articulation, and it's like... <laughs> the lips are almost like a horse's mouth where you can like, go around stuff. <laughs> but it's like uh it's like nineteen thirties ish, so it it's like puppeteered by like the uh <laughs> You know how they do the Muppets <laughs> like Kermit's Kermit's arms, you know how they do those with the sticks? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I imagine. Mickey's got like two sticks that just dangle from their face and it's just like <laughs> Gordon's just yeah. sitting there with the sticks, like trying to make this the best kiss ever. <laughs> this went from mildly unpleasant to just unsettling. Oh, hold on, hold on, gorgeous. I gotta attach my sticks. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then there's like the <laughs> screwing in noises. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is the real cosmic horror right here. Almost there, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I am crying. All right, I think I think that's enough for that one. Uh, from Vex, we have what's Webster's favorite food? Who was Webster's first celebrity crush? What inanimate object shenanigans do Webster and Mickey get up to together? (laughs) Well, I got I got news for you. It involves sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the wax lips go on Webster. (laughs) It's really it's really almost like making two dolls kiss. You just match the faces together. Uh, Webster, Webster's <laughs> favorite food. Um, oh God, I feel like there's a a funny answer to this, but I don't know how to be funny. So I'm gonna go with steak and eggs. Hardy. Webster seems very steak and eggs. Webster's first celebrity crush. Helen Davies. There we go. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we've already, thanks to Ness, uh, at length discussed what object shenanigans Webster and Mickey get up to together. Seriously, though, I could see Mickey putting, like, wax lips or something similar on Webster as a joke prank on Blake. It's like, take me, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> You love him. I've always loved you. I, I, I can. The googly eyes are there too. Like with oh eyebrows, little frowny eyebrows. Yes, they are there. That is amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, Gumshoe. Isn't that what you always wanted? See, this I want to make fan art of. Please do. <laughs> Except I keep picturing Webster as a toaster rather than a machine with wheels. Anyway, I, I may have to make you a, a whipped tape recorder. Okay, and the last question we have is from... Oh, no mystery on that one? Oh, these were the Twitter no, ones. No, these were the Twitter ones. Uh, it's from Danielle. What were the Blake Sky characters' superlatives in high school? I feel like we've answered this one before, but maybe I'm wrong. We might have more characters now, so... Maybe. I, I don't actually know... Like, what a good... Is it, like, most likely to succeed or something? But that's the only one I know. We didn't have superlatives at ours, did we, SJ? Uh, you mean back at high school? Uh, (laughs) I know that they had, in the yearbook, they had, like, a section where they had some of those, but they weren't, like, official things that were ever, like, really put out. And they had, like... Uh, a guy and a girl for each one, which was like... And it was probably like 70% of the yearbook staff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, if we've already done it for main cast, maybe we do it for most vital art characters? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. What would 
can't superlative be? <laughs> are we are we thinking I, most I, likely to succeed? That's kind of what my brain went. I'm thinking most likely to forget there was a classroom <laughs> <in there. laughs> or something like that. Nice. <laughs> Dr. Alberts most likely to uh, violate the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> Have a malpractice suit. <laughs> we appear with an entirely new name. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely to skip the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lorraine. Most likely to everything all the time. Yes. What's like better than succeed? Most likely to do bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man. That didn't. That didn't turn out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Ike's fine. She's fine. Listen, it, she was my favorite. <laughs> poor baby. Listen, I resent myself for making me care about the fact that she's had a bad outcome. Like I don't want to care about. Ult- her, but ult- ultimately, ultimately, <laughs> I'll tell you this: if you don't hear a character die on on real, you don't know they're dead. And even then, sometimes you don't know they're gonna stay dead. They'll get better. I really like that staying dead is actually not a thing. I, I appreciate that about this show. They're dead, but just yeah. for a little while. Um, unless you're unless, Take a sabbatical unless dead. you're Herschel, and then sorry, Aww. buddy. You you've been deleted from the universe and replaced by a rat. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, okay, uh, Alistair. Uh, I think his dad bought him most popular. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Ouch. laughs> <sighs> he didn't, or uh, he, like, didn't get nominated for anything and is really sad about it. Wrote himself in. Oh. Oof. Uh, Detective Clifford. Uh, I think, like most determined. Yeah, yeah, like some, yeah. one of like the one of like the like the hardest working, you know, like might not have the best grades, but like all the teachers were like always gives his best, yeah, one hundred percent effort all the time. Like a straight C student, but not for lack of effort. He was a delight to have in class. <laughs> Detective Clifford, he got a rough road, road of it too. Regardless, everything that led up to the the possible death or not death was sad. Hey, you don't know he's dead. Uh, happened off the uh, real and all all that. Yeah, like <laughs> losing his job, losing his wife. Wait, he had a wife. <laughs> That's good news to me, but I, I'm okay with it. I was just going through like all the cliche detective things, you know, that like. But now, now I have to think of his how his tragic wife died. This is very exciting. Thank you. And in season two, she's seeking <laughs> revenge. Oh god! <laughs> As a vampire. Oh, there we go. There's a vampire. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's all the ones from Twitter, which means we have one more, and it's from some jerk named Achillea. I hate that jerk. I don't know who this could be. Briefs. Yeah. Brief summary of events. Uh, so, random fan here. You don't know me, but I wanted to ask what Lee's inspirations were when writing a most vital art. What were the things that he pulled in that really informed his work? Also, hashtag Lorraine deserved better. That's like a serious question. Wow, I feel all flattered. Hmm. I, I do remember you messaging me and being like, I think I want to write a body horror story for Blake Sky. And I was like, cool. All right, <laughs> let's do it. I, you know, because I realized I could do it. You did it really well. <laughs> I, I only, this is only my really second attempt at actual horror. Um, and it was nice to just kind of be let off leash to write gross shit. <laughs> it doesn't feel the same, but I don't think that any of the side stories feel the same but they feel cohesive if that makes sense and i don't and i think that your story fits in just as well yeah i was really surprised by how much you're just like let me let me roll with stuff cuz it's definitely not the same as your canon stuff in that it doesn't feel the same but i was hoping that yeah i don't know i, I felt thematically it was 
No, I mean, I'm not going to, I actually think it fits very well into the, the broader setting, but just compared to, I was listening to some of the earlier episodes compared to, to my stuff and it's, it's like got the same color palette, but different tones, which is just neat to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, please don't, please don't listen to the early episodes. I re- no, they're good. <laughs> they are good. Sorry, I lost track of. There was actual questions in there, and I I, I got distracted. I was, I was just gonna say that that's like your opinion. Uh, I don't know. The the early episodes are rough. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, but there's rough. Sorry, I will not praise verbosely, but a little there's 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 rough, but there's also good content in rough, and that's that. So yeah. Okay, so uh, to 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 Amy's point, what sort of inspirations did you have? Uh, I of course had a bunch of stuff, and now I'm just like, wait, people are asking. Um, I wanted to write a character that would be dying of tuberculosis on a grave and starting from there and then what weird shit can happen. I don't know. It's, it's hard to like, sorry, it's hard to, it's hard to pin it because I can go to different lines and be like, oh, I pulled that from this store, this thing and this thing. But altogether, it's mostly just, I wanted to write something that ended badly for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I normally, most of the stuff that I do ends on such this positive, hopeful note. I really wanted to just be let, let myself go and none of these people are having good days ever. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> what a wholesome message. There's a lot from having migraines. A, a lot of the way he describes like the pain and the sensations in his body is just from the experience of having awful migraines where you can feel it but it's far away from you the the scene about with the little bone fragments i know i stole that inspiration from something but i can't remember what but i remember thinking it's such a cool idea to like watch fragments of bone move around your arms and that is really cool and they didn't develop it in whatever i stole it from so i wanted to do more with that that was a really cool moment yeah that yeah that was one of the moments that i was just like this is really cool, but I am also eating. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was spaghettios at the time, but oh, uh, oh bad choice. Uh, yeah, uh, I have. I, I've realized that I write stuff that grosses me out, and then I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, why did I write that? It was the same with my other one. It, it, this is all stuff that is really inherently repulsive to me, so I'm not sure why I wrote it. Then I have to proof and listen to it. <laughs> But it seemed to work because it was gross and cool. In terms of, um, like, the body horror stuff, did you take any inspiration from, I don't know, films or other media? I don't actually consume a lot of media of this genre, honestly. I don't enjoy it as an audience, so. And you did a fantastic job, though, with with that as a background. I've learned to just write what bothers me, and then if I if it bothers me enough, I probably am going to get that into the, the story. In, in what you were saying... Uh, about how like it's a story where nobody comes out ahead uh i really enjoy that and i think that's i know that you were like this doesn't feel noir sometimes but like to me that's like quintessential noir Mm -hmm. is a story where like everybody loses to some degree is is a very noir trait to have that makes honestly thinking about it i think that the the tone and just the diction of the characters is drawn from like lm montgomery more than anybody else uh the character frederick ken's name is actually stolen directly from one of her stories or one of her novels because that whole that that manner of speaking that's elevated but still semi-natural it's just from her and reading that growing up nice yeah and and i think that that also um the elevated side of it also is a good pair for kind of cosmic horror side of it as well. Uh, it's not as stilted as uh, certain uh, pillars in the genre with, you know, Eldritch and Abattoir and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it lets you use that language without it sounding like it's fake. <laughs> Sorry, was that would that insult somebody by accident? Oh no no no! <laughs> I was I was just talking about like Lovecraft <laughs> yeah. and how like he uses. Yeah no. I enjoy a lot of you know that kind of stuff, but I I can't spend every 
uh, Skymail uh, talking about how Lovecraft sucks. I gotta eventually one time uh, just just be able to, uh, you know, avoid that. I, don't know. I just dislike that kind of speech, and I like the words, but not the way it sounds. So yeah. Uh, let's see. I had a question that popped up into my brain space, and then it fell out through my ear hole. <laughs> okay, I have a question. This is kind of a weird one. What would, like, the happiest outcome that you see for every one of your characters like if you could think of like a variant universe where everybody gets a happy ending what would it look like Ooh, i like that i think that the doctor legitimately would have had the best interests of the world at heart and like I, honestly i don't think there would be a lot of changing except there would be a lot more consent and actual good stuff happening like I would love to see the doctor being a legitimately good dude trying to do good stuff and Kent helping him and getting to be heroes of the world uh, while not being awful. Um, and honestly, I think the detective like retiring, he's, so you can tell he's close to retirement and letting him just go and, I don't know, find a hobby that he likes to do somewhere. Lorraine needs to get married to somebody else who actually wants to be a social climber and she can bully <laughs> who likes getting stepped on. And that would be happy for her. <laughs> Lorraine, if you're listening. Uh... Yeah, uh, Lorraine, uh, hit me up. Look, I have some websites for you. <laughs> yeah. She honestly could be a really good wife to somebody that has a, that, that is looking for a very specific thing. Just not Kent. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. They are. She's awful, but like not awful in a, like a, a general moral way just kind of awful mm -hmm. they're just they're just oil and water they're just like <laughs> it you you could not pair two people together that should not be together quite like the two of them <laughs> that was really fun to write and the actors god just getting those two actors together it was amazing definitely some really good casting there there was a lot of talent. I, I wish I honestly, I had more people that I wanted to do things with than I had roles, which was nice, but also sucked. Good casting in general. Everybody knocked it out of the park. Oh my gosh, yeah. And another finger curls on the monkey's paw as breathing space is is whirling up. <laughs> we already cast, we already cast <laughs> season three and had, I, I could have cast two entire season three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with how many auditions you got, I am surprised that you went through it so fast. <sighs> so when you get people that are very, very eager to make things happen, I don't think any of us can wait. We have none of us have any chill ever. So, <laughs> all right. Um, any any other follow on questions? Uh, or... Happy endings. You already asked my. Qu I mean, Achilles' question. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, Lee, I think this is your opportunity. If you have any questions, comments, concerns uh, that you'd like to throw out there. I was not warned. I would have come up with so many questions. Ah, not fair. <laughs> <laughs> not off the spot. No, sorry. I've asked you guys so many things already, though, and you've given me like Twitter <laughs> threads and discord i've got so much information in my head and i love every minute of it it is i know uh, it's always great when you message me and you're just like this thing and i'm i get to talk <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot i still have a document i haven't read oh sorry now now realizing <laughs> now i'm curious i forgot you had sent me a thing and i never read it because i got so busy oh, in scheduling i am so excited the, uh, the thing <sighs> the the order thing yeah Oh the, yeah, we worked on yeah. that the other night. I read the first line and then got busy. The, uh, for, but uh, for uh, everybody listening at home, just a tiny, tiny, tiny peek behind the curtain. Uh, I have been going back and 
solidifying, flushing, and codifying some history for some some people that may or may not be related to some organizations that uh, you may be familiar with. And some locales. You can't tell them that. They have to go on believing that you've planned this ever since the very beginning of Blake Sky. This is all uh, according to Keikaku. (laughs) Uh, Translator's note. Keikaku means plan. (laughs) Editor's note. note. But, uh, no, I've been very candid about the fact that I have winged a lot of this. Uh, I know. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think that it makes a story worse to realize that you were going to be stupid and do something bad and you you pivoted. Like... No, I, the way this is put together, it comes across... As I, something I really like about writing things as you go is that you get a, a lot of flexibility uh, to not retcon stuff to to make things. That's what this whole setting feels like to me is is responding to what's happening as it's happening and being flexible, but also stick. You can tell there's this core like straight metal absolute line of mythos that you have, and the rules don't change, which is is what makes this work for me. And yeah. You can tell your rules are there, and then the stuff that happens, eh, flexible. But yeah, I mean that's 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 pretty true. I do have like anything that I have that's like a rule, and particularly anything that comes from Void C slash Origin stuff is very much like, sorry, Charlie, uh, this is how <laughs> it works. Uh, and then uh, you get some some wiggle room with. Uh, the mirror forest mundane array and then uh the dream horizon of extra is uh no you know it's uh calvin ball the only rule is that you can't play it the same way twice but uh yeah it's it's definitely like you know you i have strong ideas going forward and if I notice good opportunities that exist in the past, I will take them. And if there's something that I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work, usually I have enough track ahead of me that I can uh, transition. (laughs) I haven't derailed yet, and I don't plan to. (laughs) Is there anything that you would, if you could go back and, like, tweak something, is there anything you would change in in your, your, not your mythos, but, like, what's already happened? Uh, Kill Mickey. (laughs) nothing wait what uh no um i don't know honestly on on the one hand maybe i should i should say that differently not necessarily remove or change like what was something you would add in if you you had the space to do that kind of going back to how i feel about the first couple episodes i would want the first episode to be more involved than just me i mean i made it by myself Mm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm because it was it was more it was kind of a more of a proof of com- concept yeah, at that time, yeah. Right? like I did it one to prove that I could do it to myself yeah. and two uh to kind of build momentum so that I had to do more mm-hmm. um because I have a very bad problem of thinking things and never doing them same though same <laughs> yeah but uh but at the same time it's like I'm glad that it happened, but it's just me talking the whole time, and I feel I gotta like... say though, it's super tone setting. Sorry, I'm, I'm asking you a thing and then arguing with you, but it is super tone setting <laughs> yeah. for for what hey, you want. Hey, can I get your I... opinion on? Uh, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're going to be wrong, by the way. No Sorry, what. I just feel like it's different than like chilling suspense because even even though that is ostensibly the same thing, and that it's one character just will agree talking to a microphone that at least has like voices it's you know it's expressive whereas yeah but you you have (laughs) there's a huge difference because you've had like three years of experience when you came up with with chester instead of 
doing your very first recording for a brand new podcast by yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. So that that sort of thing comes with experience. Not to mention, you've got like how many cast members now and other content creators that you can bounce ideas off of and have worked with and and learn things from them as well which is which is very nice it is very nice and uh i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say a thing and you can't stop me lee uh (laughs) it is it has been incredibly nice to have you around uh, both in terms of the fact that you made something that I could put on my channel for uh, multiple uh, weeks, uh, and on the less cynical side, as someone who has taken a look at some of my work and has uh, helped me hone it like iron on iron. Your work's really good. I don't don't get invested in stuff that isn't good, so yay. That's mm. the inappropriate response. The appropriate response was, you. That weirdo ruined my day. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, let me play with your toys; they're fun. We're we're, we're... <laughs> thank you, um, Amy. What would what would you change about Blake's guy? Uh, I don't know. I I honestly, I don't make, know. make it about Daphne. No, no. We already got one of those. Daphne works just fine the way she is. Also. <laughs> You let me write a side story series just about her. Thank you. Also, only one season though. Um, so, so far. far, I have to I have to bribe you into season two. Is that is is that the uh, is that the erotic one? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It's it's a continuation of Mastership <laughs> Theater. <laughs> Ness hates that. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, you gotta say though. Sorry, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go go ahead. No, no. After, I was just gonna. I was gonna praise you guys of being awesome again. Oh. I just know. I, I really. The thing that the one of the things that keeps me coming back to this show is that it's all the stuff that I want, which is a main storyline, and then ooh, these cool people. What are they doing? And you give it to me, and I love that, and it's great. Keep keep Aww. doing it. I mean that that is one of the things that I have found is that I really enjoy these characters and I love telling their stories and there's too much to tell. <laughs> like <laughs> I not only have that, but I have all the noir Sona characters that I've made yeah. and I'm like, man, I really love these ones. I wonder if I could find a way to shoehorn them into uh, an episode or 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 three. Uh, yeah. It's all the best uh, stuff of an anthology with a, a cohesive narrative too. It's it's really cool. But uh, that is that is I guess my one complaint is that sometimes it is very locked in. Like you know, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room as you know we were talking about. Like things do have to follow the progression of the story, and I don't really get a chance to like segue into new stuff it mm. when i well that's kind of that's kind of what a lot of these side stories are about yeah but i don't make those yes. I, you don't have direct control over it yeah <laughs> well uh maybe if the uh patreon.com uh, slash um got you know some more funding we can yeah Branch out a little, get you a little more off. Remember, time. donate a hundred dollars and you'll access the Rube <laughs> tier, which allows you to get uh, August Howard to read whatever you want. <laughs> I, I forgot we promised that. That's not a real. No, thing. it's not a real. Uh, it does. We do but not we have a Rube tier. We could. Yeah. It is a real thing. But we could. Yeah, those payments are not done through Patreon. <laughs> you can send them directly. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think that's about all the time we have. So, uh, Lee, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, now is uh, the mandatory plug time. So please tell everyone where they can find you, what they can find, how they can shower you with affection, praise, and attention. That's terrifying. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you could just come listen to cool stuff that we make with people. Uh I'm currently doing Breathing Space, which is a science fiction space western anthology audio drama. 
which is breathingspace.lovenames.com. If you want to hear about a completely ordinary town in Northern California with teen filmmakers that is very slow burn, sort of horror, sort of fantasy, that's at arcadiacalifornia.lovenames.com or other stuff. I'm on Twitter all the time, too, as something. I don't know what my current handle is. But you can go to Lovenames Media, and that's on Twitter. I'm bad at promotion. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. And again, we'll make sure that all the links are there uh, right next to our Discord and our Patreon links. Uh, which. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how. In fact, we're actually going to make. In fact, we're actually going to make your stuff link to our Discord Patreon. Go for it's, it. It's really obvious that Lee has never listened to a Skymail. <laughs> Because he thinks he's bad at promotion, <laughs> and I have not gone yet. All right. Uh, Ness, it's your turn. I'm Ness. Mm, you know where to find me if you want to. <laughs> Amy? Are you sure you don't have anything to plug? Uh, no, no. Sh- sh- no, shut up, Ness. Tell them about Frasian and Confused, the single greatest <sighs> Frasier-related content. And that includes Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frasian and Confused is a podcast. Um that I do with Kale, uh, you may know them, in which I have seen every episode of Frasier in its entirety, all 11 seasons, uh, uh, lots of times. Let's just say lots of times. <laughs> and Kale has never, ever seen a sitcom. <laughs> so I prompt Kale with the interstitial titles for the episodes. Yes, Frasier is that pretentious. <laughs> and Kale tells me, what happens in that episode? You know, so far, one-to-one recreation. It's oh, yeah. true. It's really uncanny, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think they're cheating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy, what you got? Um, okay, so a couple things. Uh, last episode of Diviner in the Deep, uh, season one, I guess, will be out next Sunday, I think? Question mark? <laughs> Yes. Um, yep, so that'll be out then. I do have a blooper reel I'm hoping we can put on the Patreon for anybody who's interested. I mean, we say next Sunday, but like by the time this goes up, it will probably be... It'll be out already. I hope you like it. Um, since, since Kale is not here to shill it, I think we've got a Quinn's mechanism coming up uh, at some point. Okay. Uh, I don't know when it'll be out, but stay tuned. And as far as other things I've been in since the last Skymail, I was in an episode of Devoid of Space called Perfect Integration. I'll be in season three of Breathing Space. And you can find me. Oh, I will yep, too. Nest to you. And I you stole everybody. On Twitter <laughs> at Achillea. And that's Achillea with a three for the E. I'm not the same Achillea that asks all those dumb questions. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Um, and. I listened to Perfect Integration, and it was very good, and you did a very good job. Thank you. So you get one gold star. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. It's important to provide positive reinforcement to the actors. Proper care and water. Very vain. <laughs> um, God, that, that, that made me sound like such a... Booty hole. I'm going to delete that. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Leave it in. Uh, we'll see. Editor's note. He didn't. He, he did not leave this in. <laughs> Editor's note: No, he didn't. <laughs> you will not escape the clutches of editor. Editor's note: Did you know that an actor can survive without <laughs> food or pay as long as you give them compliments? Uh, okay. Uh, and you all know me. I'm SJ. Uh, look who's photogging on Twitter. Uh, I was not in perfect integration, uh, but I will be on Breathing Space. Uh, and I'll actually, I wrote an episode that some some cool guy on this uh, Skymail is going to be in. Lee, it's very gauche to act in your own <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just gotta say, this is the first time that anyone's gonna hear my voice on anything since season one's Q and A. So you guys should feel feel special or yeah. something. I, I don't put my voice anywhere. Yes, 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 yes. This is so cool. I almost knocked over a cup of tea. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was so 
so amped by the fact. You can also find SJ at twitch.tv slash Aren't you going to stream some more? Didn't you get to the little avatar? I, I'm i thinking about it. I, I recently did a stream with I saw. Uh, it was good. Seder of Strategy Loxley. And I got a little a little mind flare PNG tuber thing, and it was fun. So That's I very think cool. I'm gonna try and stream a little bit more. You should. And uh, you can you can all feed me your brains and your Twitch Prime subscriptions over there. <laughs> You're in the right time zone for me to actually watch. It's great. Yeah, West Coast, West Coast. <laughs> screw everybody else, unless you pay us money, in which case you're cool. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So, someday someone's going to think that I am actually this ruthlessly capitalist and I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine anyone would think that. Hey, SJ, no. what's your favorite movie? Uh, Citizen Kane. Oh, okay. Oh, good choice. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing is a close second. Which we all know is a metaphor for the rampant consumerism of capitalism. That's true. We've all been there. Um... <laughs> God, it's been so so dang long since we uh, did one of these. I don't know if I have anything to put out or anything cool to say. Uh, I used to have soapbox moments and stuff like that, but uh, I'm tired. I've been up since 4 a.m. Oh. Uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to do it? I could. I yeah. could do the yeah. ending first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. It's over now. <laughs> I feel so much better about the way I say things. That sounded insulting too. God damn it! It was meant as a compliment. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Out uh, ending where Ness comes back. It's like, you're still here. What are you doing? <laughs> the podcast is over. Go. Get, get out of here. <laughs>